When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. If you're into cars, get into Repco. Everything you need for your car this summer. Want to know your apex from your brake bias? This is Race Control with Greg Murphy and Stephen McIver. It's just gone 7 o'clock on a Thursday evening. You know what time that is. It is time for Repco Race Control. McIver and Murphy are in the house. What are you... What are you uh, we're, and here's the bonus. Murph's in the studio. I'm now in the house. Got, he's now got a funny look on his face. Why have you got a funny look on your face? Oh, that's just a terrible photo of me on that um, wall up there. Mate, don't I look young? You do, but you know, it's what's that? What's that line? Who's who's the good-looking one, and who's one for Bathurst? That's I right. think I think that picture well, says that it all, picture, right? It's, it's actually it true. Yeah, it is. Welcome to Repco Race Control, Murph. It's so nice to have you in the studio. It's great man. to be. You know, this is the first time. It is the first time you've been actually in the studio, and it's a since it's, September. September, September, September. But how cool is it that we're actually talking about uh, rally this weekend because the Otago Rally's on, and we've got uh, three big interviews, uh, at least three. Uh, we're talking to Emma Gilmore in just a moment. Fanger Dan, who mm. we spoke about with Kirsty, Hayden Padden, not too far away, and, and Jack Horses. So Jack it's four. So it's four. There you go. One plus three is four. In fact, the uh, question tonight: If you want to win that Repco Metal Chili Bin, this is a really simple one. I didn't know that's what it was though. People didn't know. So you've got to no, set no. It up. We told them what it was a Repco Chili Bin. No, I have. I'm about to ask them a question. All right. When did you tell them it was Ripco Chilliman? With Kirsty. Oh. So if they were listening, they'd know there was listeners there. Wow. Am I? Is this how this next two hours is going to be? All right. Well, let's. You get the chance doing a Repco metal chili bin, right? And the question. Australian, it's an esky. And the question is simple as this: What team? Leads for the Formula One World Championship. What team mm. leads the Formula One World Championship? It's not, and it's not a team that we've um, had uh, or been able to say is leading the World Championship yeah, for quite some for time. For quite some time, probably yeah. seven or eight years. Yeah, but for some of us, it's the right team to be leading the World Championship. Their cars are Repco Red. I'll leave it at that. All right, big weekend, Otago Rally Championship. And reading up with this one, 20 years since our first guest, we believe, if that's right, mm. was the zero driver. So got to drive in front of all the other yep. all the other cars. That person is Emma Gilmore. Hey, Em. Hi. Hello. 20 years, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Crazy <laughs> to think. It's like, wow, I was, you know, Murph there talking about feeling a bit younger when you look at the old photos. Yep, you, it was, uh, yeah, 20 years ago. Were you like 10? <laughs> First compliment. So smooth. So smooth. Mm. Hey, so so so, what have you learned about yourself and rallying in, in, in twenty years? She's mad. She's learned that she's completely mad. 
yeah, there's something missing in us rally drivers. I'm not sure what, what quite makes us want to drive down these uh, Otago roads as fast as we do. But, uh, yeah, it's a very addictive feeling. I know that much. Well, the other, part, the other part of this relationship was your sponsorship with Vantage. I mean, that's something like 18 years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they've been wow. a part of my story for yeah for the majority of my rallying, which is just something that I'm you know I'm so proud of. They're an amazing New Zealand company, and uh, you know the fact that they were part of Possum's story as well. Uh, you know, it's it's an amazing um, yeah company to to represent. So I feel very proud to to have them along with me. And they've they've been mad about rallying for such a long time. It's just uh, it's phenomenal to have a, a company and the people supporting a sport the way they have uh, for that period. And it's, uh, there's a long list of people that have um, benefited from that, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they've been uh, very long time uh, supporters of motorsport. But uh, as you see, you know that they also have sponsored like the rowing. Uh, we've got Hamish Bond here competing in the rally this weekend, which is very cool—a nice crossover. But also the cycling and the hockey and rugby. You know, there's just so many sports that they get behind in New Zealand, which is amazing. Now, speaking of just uh, Hamish Bond, there have you what? What have you sort of seen so far from him, and what conversations have you had, and what advice have you given? He's an amazing athlete, and uh, you know, with his experience that he brings in. To... Hey, nice swerve, yeah, nice yeah, swerve. Yeah. He's an amazing <laughs> athlete. Well, I mean, driving's a little bit different, you know, and uh, and I and he was going really well. I was with him with his with his training that he did up in um, at Rally Driving Z, and um, you know, and he was he was going along. He was quite confident, but I feel like he got a wee to the confidence performance uh, yesterday at the media shakedown, but um, you might have to ask Hamish about that. Why, why is that? Why is that? What happened? No, you started it now. What happened? Did he have a little of a spin or put in the bin or what happened? He was just on the news quoted saying that, um, yeah, it was a corner he went wide on that he was, wasn't meant to go wide on. So, <laughs> yeah, so he did a little bit of damage. Um, but but I think like, it, happens. like it, was, it was it happens exactly with rallying. So it's possibly not a bad thing to happen early on in terms of he's still able to start the event and, and he'll have a huge amount of fun this weekend. Well, when you're still able to start the event, you must have done a bit of a thing. I'd heard yesterday <laughs> that um, he, he hadn't actually driven a manual before. Yeah, he's never owned a manual vehicle in all of his um, all of his driving time. But um, you know, sitting beside him um, at the training day, he 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 does have a feeling for the manual gearbox. So he'll be doing many, many, many gear changes mm. over the weekend. So he'll bust by the end of it. That's that's awesome. Um, so let's talk more about you uh, and how prep is going, uh, starting another season of rallying. And and you mentioned before this. I mean, this Otago rally. I mean, I, I was been very fortunate to have spent a little bit of time on some of those roads, and they are just amazing. We're so lucky to start a season uh, where we do down there in Otago, isn't it? Oh, like, I mean, today we had a huge day of Ricky today yep. and uh, every stage we drove on, like, they're just, they're just magic, you know, they're, they're almost like tarmac roads with how hard and fast and smooth they are, you know, obviously there's gravel on top, but um, we're just so lucky because they're just so much fun to drive on. Um, you know, you, you rally overseas and the roads are rough, they're sort of, you know, back-end roads and forestry, they're not maintained and it, they're real car breakers, as in this is just, you know, it's just pure driving joy. It's just there's there's no ways to describe it. I get the impression too, Emma, that you're going with a little bit of confidence. Runner up in the Pukekohe Rally Sprint, and then you win the. Uh, am I getting this right? To a Popotanua Rally Sprint in East uh, Eastern Southland the other day. 
Yeah, correct. Yeah, so it's it's always good to do some local events, uh, you know, just to to get some seat time again, and uh, yeah, and winning down south um, against Andrew Graves, mm. who actually uh, he co-drives in the championship, but he's a very fast peddler, so um, he kept me very honest down there, and uh, you know they're really similar roads to what we'll be racing on this weekend. Uh, so yeah, it was a really it was a really nice shakedown, and and we had really good speed at Otago last year at Mechanicals, so you know just. It's, it's a big event, so I'm hoping that you know we'll have a trouble-free run and, and be on that podium at the end of the weekend. Yeah, that's the key. I mean, I was just going to reference Andrew. We know how fast he is in his uh, old Evo. Um, he's just incredible what he does in that car. I'd love to see him in a really good car uh, doing uh, the series. He'd be great to watch, but that must give you a heap of confidence because the performance of your car and how you're going, that's a really good reference point for you. Um, as you just said, though, you know it, it, it's a long rally on these most incredible incredible roads and you know um, uh, a car that does last the distance is uh, is sometimes hard to find and you've had a few issues in the past I mean you're very confident now that you've solved a lot of those and, and the little Suzuki is uh, going to be on fire that's the plan I, I said the same thing last year but no yeah, right. this time <laughs> I mean, it's, it's motor racing, and you know we've done everything we can to be as prepared as we can. Um, so yeah, so I am confident. Uh, but Good. yeah, I mean, I think last year at Rally Otago, it was it was less than fifty percent of the field finished. So yeah. it is just it's a high attrition event, just with the, the sheer length of it and and the challenging stage, stages as well. Yeah. So so now that's twenty years since you did your first one, uh, can you remember the first one? It's a bit like okay, now we're, we're talking the career backwards. Can you remember what <laughs> your first one was like? Um, well, I didn't tell my. It was it was Glenn who ended up being my partner. Um, he was a, a professional co-driver. I talked him into coming over and sitting beside me, but I had neglected to tell him that I'd never driven on gravel. <laughs> so when we we're on our way out to the to the first stage, I said to him, "I said, well, how do I drive on gravel?" And he thought I was taking the piss. He thought I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I had to learn that going the same speed downhill wasn't, you had to brake a bit earlier. That, that was something I remember. But um, no, I just remember being well and truly hooked. Like that, that feeling of dancing a car through apexes, you know, across the camber, over crest. Like it is still just the best feeling in the world. And, you know, that's what keeps me coming back season after season, you know, to drive on these, the best roads in the world. It's, yeah, it's truly addictive. It is truly addictive, absolutely. So, okay, so Otago, um, what after that? What's the, what's the schedule for you um, this year? Um, how many trips overseas when you're back in the extreme E? Yeah, I'm, I'm meant to have a quick trip. Um, over for round two of Extreme E, but they're just firming up that calendar, so I'm not 100% sure if that's going to happen. But um, all in, in all purposes, I will definitely be at Whangarei um, at the start of May or in the middle of May, and then I'll be heading back overseas um, to definitely do some testing and then um, do round three as well. So I'm probably going to miss a couple of the NZRC events uh, in the middle of the year, but I'll definitely be back for Rally of New Zealand because that's going to be amazing. Yes, be it great. is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, are you upgrading the car for uh, Rally New Zealand? I mean, lots of people have, you know, we've got Ben Stokes in a new car, uh, Ben Stokes, Ben Hunt in a new car. Yeah. You, we, we've got Hayden who's upgrading his car. Well, he's he's going he's gonna to rock up there. Yeah, a, when are we going to see you in a new car, Emma? When are we going to see you in, in yeah. something? I mean, in the in the WRC. I mean, I'm I'm very lucky to to have Suzuki as as my um, you, you know sponsors, and they've been with me for a long time. But you know, I would love in being a w- round of the World Championship to be able to compete in a vehicle yep. that is a, a World Championship um, eligible vehicle. But um, sadly, in New Zealand, there aren't that many available for hire. Like that was the kind of car I hired when I did a, an event in the UK. That's right. You know, stuck yep. over there. 
yeah. Um, so it, it's just not quite so easy here um, to do that. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I definitely, it's, it's no secret that I would love to compete in, you know, and that was what was so great 10 years ago when we used to have the World Championship was that we were in production cars mm. that could compete in the World Championship level. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's a bit frustrating, but um, yeah, I'll see what I can do. I keep buying lotto tickets, so, you know, something might happen. Yeah, <laughs> never know. But, I mean, you, you've been very loyal. You you've been loyal and you've had that great support as well, <laughs> as you've said, from, you know, from Suzuki over those years. And, I mean, it, you know, you, you want to obviously keep keep that going if you can in bits and pieces. But, um, I mean, if well, the yeah, I mean that's the, it's the important thing with with being able to rally year after year. It's, it's looking after the the, um, the sponsors that have been so loyal to you mm. over the years, you know. So um, yeah, like I say, I mean Rally New Zealand having an international event on your doorstep, it would be great to be in a world rally car. Imagine yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, even hopefully there's someone listening. Hopefully there's someone listening. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you're you're in the game, but you're in the motor game, so you're, you've got friends. Remember that, like us, you've got friends, uh, and we are your friends. But can't help you on that one. Uh, what's the flash? Do you got to go to tonight? Uh, yeah, so um, the, the Tiger Rally do a wonderful promotional job um, throughout the event, and I mean they were a bit um, hamstrung this year, unfortunately, with the the COVID rules, and, and they had to um, cancel the street stage, which they normally mm, do, which is a great real shame. event. But they always do this on Thursday night, and, and generally they'd normally have some international stars that have been over, you know, invited over to compete in the event. So they have sponsors and um, and VIPs for the rally come along to this dinner tonight, and I think it. Uh, similar to your lineup on the show, almost. I think we've got Hayden and Singer Dang and Hamish and myself um, being there and being interviewed in a panel um, as part of the dinner. Nice. All right. Well, go well, Em. So we we love we love talking to. You. We just love your passion. That's that's the one thing uh, we can't get enough of, and uh, you certainly do us proud here and offshore. So uh, good luck. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk Thanks soon. Okay. Much. Great. Have a good night. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Emma. Emma Gilmore and their little Suzuki Swift. She, isn't it lovely when you just hear, I never get enough of going over the berms and the, the side don't. to side. You don't. It's, it's, it is it's it is truly, uh, I mean, I still think about it, even though I'm not doing it. I, I'm, I'm going to have to go back at some stage. Did you ever sell a barina, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, oh, okay. I have to, well, yeah, I gave it away. Um, I have to <laughs> have to go and uh, have a go at it again, though. I mean, it is, it's just the most amazing. That's why Shane Van Gisbergen's doing it. I mean, he, the joy and the, the enjoyment you get out of out of it and the vibe and the adrenaline rush and everything, it's just, it's as she said, it's hard to put into words. Can I be blunt? Well, it's not like you'd. Aren't usually. Would I actually be able to do it in like a in a classic car? Now be honest with you. Be honest with me. Oh, okay. Silence is deadly in this one. Uh, okay, seven fourteen. This is Repco Race Control with McIver and Murph in the house. If Any, you were, anything's possible. If you if you want to win the metal Repco chili bin, uh, answer this question and call us because our text line seems to have gone down. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. That's oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. The question to ask answer: What team in red leads the Formula One World Championship? Stick with us. Fanger Dan is next on Repco Race Control. Seven eighteen on Repco Race Control with McIver and Murph. Murph in the house. It's so good to have you here too, Murph. We were talking with Emma Gilmore a moment ago here on Race Control about the the rally Otago Rally and the. The, tr- the 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 stages and and you both mm. you were both glazing over. I could see mm. I we couldn't see it, but you could tell she was glazing over about how cool the the, the stages are. What is it about them? Oh, we're just blessed. 
to have these these roads still that haven't been sealed, you know, um, and which are so close to some of the, you know, like Dunedin, the roads aren't that far. There's many of them that aren't far out of town and they just, uh, the way they've been formed, the way they were built back and whenever, mm. um, they've just withstood the Are the they, are they fast and flowing? flowing and, 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 you know, a lot of them have, um, you know, just crest, beautiful crests and the way the, the road is through the hills and, and stuff, They you know, the, the, a lot of them, Give you a lot of confidence, you know. These these ones that are quite open; they're not through the forest, through the trees and stuff. They're just big, wide open spaces. Mm. Um, you can still obviously come very, you know, unstuck, but but they're actually public roads, you know, rather than roads that have actually been blocked off or used for forestry and stuff like that. So they're all public. So you've actually got to have road closures and all that kind of stuff. So people live on them. Oh, wow. You know, there's farms. You go through farms and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's just it's just glorious, well, absolutely glorious. One man that's going to experience that we talk, spoke to yesterday. Now he's normally in a controlled environment. Uh, his name is Fanger Dan Dan Woolhouse, and he's normally in a V8 Mustang. Uh, this time, <laughs> yeah. And I said to him yesterday, it's a little 1600 Escort this time around, isn't it? 1800 BDA, yes. Oh, very nice. Well, okay. Have you had any practice before Otago Rally? Um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago we did the um, Westland Rally Sprint, which was a good chance to get in the car and just have a bit of a shakedown. Um, obviously, I've never done rallying before or driven on rally tyres. So, yeah, it was great. So what was your first impression, brother? Oh, it was a little bit. It's almost like driving on a bit of a, a wet track, you know. Um, the car is very well set up, um, but when you get offline, it can be a little bit slippery and you've always got, you know, you can always break traction at, at certain times, you know, which is a bit like driving in the wet as such for us. So yeah. was it, So, but was there a, a, a natural connection with it because of what you've done, uh, you know, driving cars, chucking them in at high speed in the corners, and having that that feel and understanding of how to do it. Did, was there was there any similarities, connection, and and sort of did you feel comfortable reasonably quickly? Yeah, definitely felt real um, comfortable as soon as I chucked it into a, the first few corners. It was like, oh yeah, this is how it is. Um, pretty lucky because the little escorts are a very nimble. Mm. little car um so we did get ourselves into some situations and it was like oh yeah okay a little bit of braking technique that i use here um you know you pull it off um i did make make a couple of mistakes today where coming to a corner too hot and where i would have dabbed the handbrake you know or something like that obviously my handbrake's um up vertical like right off Mm. the steering wheel Mm. um and i just wasn't quite quick enough to do that uh, and but, so, what happened? <laughs> oh, nothing. We just sort of, you know, I, once you know, I bring the car like it's got quite a lot of rear brake bias. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We still sort of slid up to the corner sideways. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't quick enough to really get it back in, back it into the corner, and we just sort of came to a stop. I was like, oh, yeah, I was never, I didn't feel that on the Westland Rally. Yeah. Um, so when I was taking some people for um, hot laps. What, you were taking people really... for hot laps and you've only been driving a rally car for like five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that so, brave, uh, eh? You know, we had some, um, we had a media afternoon um, up in the forest here. Awesome. That's not part of one of our stages, but yeah, it was quite cool to um, test a few things that I never did on the um, at the rally sprint. There's some, so, there's some really um, stupid people around, eh? They get in the car with you that quickly after, you know, the experience you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... <laughs> 
you know, like, I guess when you take someone for a ride, you're just like, you really want to, you're not going to push yourself 110%, but you're going to drive really nice and smooth to a certain level. So they feel comfortable. And here I am like, yeah, well, this is actually my first rally. <laughs> exactly. Um, so please don't, you know, judge me for what I normally do and what I'm doing right now. Well, um, what's the biggest challenge? Um, the biggest challenge, learning the pace notes. Mm. Um, I feel really comfortable in the car. Um, like I've got myself like at the Westland rally, there was this guy who was um, a bit of a thrill seeker and he was trying to stand right on the edge of this apex where um, we were coming up through this forest and it actually put me off and I sort of gave him about a metre and um, threw the car a bit wider and I set myself up into the next corner and I was like, oh no, we're going to drop the bum in the ditch here. Um, but um, it really like, it just natural instincts when something happens in front of me, like if someone spins and drifting, um, bit of braking technique and gas and flipped it around and set it up into the next corner and I was away. Um, so you sort of... Concentration, um, right, Dan? The length of oh, concentration. concentration. It's not, it's not a 30-second run. It's a hell of a lot no. longer. That must be the, the biggest challenge, keeping your eye on the game for however long a stage takes. Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, that... Um, so I feel 100% confident with the car. Um the pace notes I'm still picking up. I've never run, like in drifting, we don't talk to each other. Like we, we finish our run and, and my crew will, or my spotter will say, hey, yeah, um, it's a seven, um, three advantage or whatever. Um, make sure you don't give them any room. Uh, watch out because he might do this. Like if they've been, you know, they've got notes from practice, um, stuff like that. So having the, someone talking to you the whole time, and which is awesome because I'm just focused on what I'm doing, um, reading the road. Uh, but yeah, just learning what he's saying about, you know, the, the number of corner. Um, the biggest thing that I was struggling with is if there was a straight and a crest, mm. um, at what point, like, what do you call a back crest that's at 650 or something like that? Because, I was like flying down the straight and it's like, like oh, yep, there's the crest. I'm ready to pitch it in. Oh, no, that wasn't actually the crest that was, in our, you know, on yeah. the notes. Yeah. There was actually a few little dips in the road that, that there was about three crests up this rise. Yeah, well, so, I mean, it's, it's bloody hard because it's, it's how much information uh, you get given and it being able to yep. process it, isn't it? So, I mean, you, you're exactly. I, I mean, from what I've, you know, did in it as well, the same kind of thing. You, once you, once you start to delve into, um, understanding and being able to process more yep. information, you need more information because it becomes very useful to be able to go faster. But you've got Ricky coming up, uh, you Ricky, the roads yep. tomorrow on Thursday and Friday. Um, I, I yep. mean, that's going to, that's going to be a, a, a big process. Those are daunting, and very tiring days to try and, you know, take all that they information are. in. So how, how are you prepared for that? Um, yeah, no, like that's, you know, like I think I've come into it with, um, you know, doing these recce runs, just, you know, picking out little snippets of the roads that I want to really, like I've got an awesome co-driver and I think that in rallying, they most probably don't get the, the biggest credit. You Definitely know, not. The most, is what um, they should do. Um 
and Ian McKee, he is an absolutely awesome um, navigator. And, uh, you know, me and him work really well. And, and I think what we'll go through tomorrow, we'll, um, we'll pick out bits and pieces. And he's most probably helping me a little bit differently to what um, uh, a pro driver as such would be um, being read and how fast they're getting read the notes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're just, um, uh, you know, it's an absolute honour to, to get the opportunity to come down here and drive the BDA Escort, and that car is well-known all around the world. Um, and I think the thing's won at the Otago Rally like six times or something with different drivers that have come over and done it, um, the class. Yeah. And so I'm just really soaking that in and, main thing is like I really determined to just finish yeah. um, drive you know um, 70 80 percent um, or how comfortable I'm feeling each day um, and just enjoying it yeah like I'm really enjoying it. Like, every time I take off in that thing at the start of a stage or a run I'm just you know small from ear to ear hearing That's that cool. CDA scream up through the forest so um, Awesome guys. Um, oh, uh, I promise I won't tell anyone that you're not missing the big thumping V8. <laughs> well, at least so it's, it's, it's half. A, it's half a V8. At least it's half a V8. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's got yeah. the right badge nah, on it, eh? Exactly. Uh, you know, I think. Um, you know, I actually got to take my dad for a ride today through the forest awesome. as well, and he was. I see. He, he was like, "Oh no, I'm all right." You know, I said, "No, no." It's a lifetime opportunity. You don't get offered to, you know, go for a ride in a BDA Escort or and your son's driving it, which is, you know, means something to me as well. Um, and um, we went flying through the forest and we get to the other end and he just goes, you bloody mad. Goes, I, couldn't <laughs> I couldn't wait. I didn't realise it was that long. I couldn't wait for it to finish, you reckon? Mate, so, uh, it sounds uh, like you're 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 up for it and you're having a lot of fun. It is. You can tell the excitement yeah. in your voice, man. It's so cool. We can only wish you the best, oh, mate. Yes. And we, we'll talk to you about this afterwards. We right? will. We'll, we'll have you. We're going to have a have a debrief on this one, mate. But just uh, yeah, bloody uh, go in with the attitude that you got and and enjoy every minute. Good on you. Awesome, mate. Thank you. Thanks, boys. There he is, Fanger Dan. Fanger Dan, uh, drifter. He has a big Uwasa Century Batteries Mustang. The drifts in uh, Valvoline D1NZ, and I, I just, you know what? He got me with his passion and and the fact that it was so important to him. Did he get you with hello? <laughs> you had me at hello. Oh wow, that's that's your that's your, that's some of your best work. D one NZ not too far away. End of the month, April and Topo of rounds one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're closing in on uh, being able to say that's uh, live on Sky too. Not too far away from that. Crossing our fingers, it's pretty close. Stick around. We talk bikes and a little bit of rally with Avalon next. Seven thirty-four, yeah. Don't like a bit of black Betty to get you going on a Thursday night with Repco Race Control. The question to win the Repco Chili Bin: What team is leading the Formula One World Championship? 0800 150 811. 0800 150 811. Because the Temper Bedpost text line is just on the blink at the moment, so we want to talk to you. 0800 150 She may not be Black Betty, but she's one of our faves. <laughs> Avalon Biddle joins us right now. Hey, Ab, nice to talk to you, man. 
Hey, how's it going? It is going well. We've been talking about Otago Rally, and you have had the experience of, of racing it. What was it? What was your experience like? <laughs> um, oh, how do I describe it? So cool. I've never seen. I've never looked in a gravel road in the same way since. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's def- definitely changed me. Um, yeah, amazing, amazing experience. I'm very jealous of everyone heading down and competing this weekend. Yeah, that's that's amazing, isn't it? That uh, to hear you say that. What a convert! I mean, you were let's just say crapping yourself, weren't you? When with the whole thought of that process and doing that, I mean, I think I probably scared you a little bit too. But I mean, you did amazingly well, um, and and just yeah, adapted so brilliantly for someone who's lived their lives on two wheels. Yeah, and and on Tarsil as well. Like I uh, ride dirt bikes, but I'm I'm not great on them to be honest. I'm definitely better um, with a bit of grip underneath me. So, yeah, I, I was surprised um, how well I took to the to the gravel. Sorry, but um, as you mentioned, like I was pretty nervous, so I really uh, took it easy to begin with and just build into it. So, um, I know Hamish Bond is driving the car that I was driving last year. Um, he's in it this weekend, and um, he seems to have had a bit of seat time. So, um. Fingers crossed it all goes well for it. I'm looking forward to seeing how we go. Well, apparently he's binned it already. It is, it is going to start. Oh, no. <laughs> Emma Gilmore let, let the cat out saying it will start. Uh, but he said he, uh, along the lines of, I took a corner a little bit too wide that I shouldn't have was the line. And oh. uh, Hey, so if you can do it, can I do it? Do you think Murph doesn't think I can do it? I, I oh. never... I never I, <laughs> I, I didn't laugh. I, I, oh my gosh, you put me on the spot here. I didn't laugh. No, he's not laughing. He's just trying to just laughed at him. Yeah, all right. Okay. Thanks for that, Ev. No, no. We'll talk about that (laughs) next time. Yeah. No, no. It's good to have the support of my colleagues. Really good to have the support. Ev, let's talk about something we we love talking about. Uh, World Superbike starts this weekend in Aragon, and a lot of the chatter is about Bautista back with the Dukes. Yeah, and he's looked fast. They've been testing this week. I've done two days ahead of the race, and Bautista's been right up there in the time. So very impressive. Of course, it's been Jonathan Ray who's been fastest, which is unsurprising. We've gotten used to that over the years. But, um, yeah, Bautista definitely looking strong and super excited to see how he performs this season with way more seat time on a World Superbike. Um, when he came, when he rode for Ducati last time, you know, it was his first year in World Superbike, so he did outstandingly well, but sort of lost the plot halfway through the season. And I think all the new tracks and just the different um, format of having more races throughout the weekend, where MotoGP you have one race weekend, mm-hmm. which he had done for what 15 years or something before he moved to World Superbike. So it was a lot for him to take in, and um, I think he's got all that experience in World Superbike now. It'll be uh, really interesting to see how he holds it together for the whole year, hopefully. <laughs> um, so what else has been going on in testing? Because uh, I'll be honest, I haven't actually kept up with it uh, this week. Uh, where's your mate Toprak? Oh, he's right up there, of course. Of course. Uh, never write Toprak off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, of course, Jonathan I would Ray love to see you meet well. him. I would love to be around when, if he uh, uh, to be introduced. <laughs> I, I would say politely, uh, Avalon would be the fawning fan who would who would walk up and look 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 up at him and say, "No, I don't think so." Would you? Could I please have your autograph? No, I think she'd be. I think she'd be like loud and out of control and and screaming and. <laughs> 
Well, well, um, have you guys seen that Bluff Islanders on the calendar? Should we go? We should go. Should we it's go the last round, isn't it? Is it the last round? We should. Yeah. yeah. We How should. exciting. Definitely go. <laughs> it's it. in. It's locked in. It's locked in, yeah. <laughs> Avalon meets Top Rank. Hey, but hey, this one, other, this one, other, but there's a real talk that the the electronics on the bike, he's loving the, the upgrades they've done, and he, and he feels as confident, if not more so, about defending his title. Yeah, I have noticed that as well, actually. Like in all the social media posts, he keeps thanking the team for all their hard work over the seasons, over the off-season. So it appears that they have worked really hard on those electronics and, um, yeah, potentially found something which doesn't always show on testing, does it? Um, you know, quite often the electronic work is all around preserving the tyre and uh, getting the most out of it, the bike at the end of a race. So um, possibly doesn't show in that one lap pace that we see in testing. So... Um, yeah, he's, he's doing really well. And another talking point is Loris Baz on the BMW. Um, so far, quite a lot faster than Scott Redding. Um, Baz is coming back from the American Championship um, AMA and, yeah, kind of showing up Redding so far. So <laughs> might be a wee battle in itself there for the BMW riders. Well, I, well talk to me about Garrett Gerloff and the, the Yamaha because he's had a really good pre-season, it would seem, and, and, and there is talk that he might challenge for race wins if not more podiums this year yeah 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 Garrett he's fast I, I, I have like a little grudge against him because oh, last year he, um, okay. Please, Here we go. it's like it's like Murph's Lewis yeah. Hamilton grudge you, you I ask you something since we go actually Stephen I don't want to talk about him what's the issue come on well, he was the old bowling ball in the first corner a few times last year. And just, um, you know, when someone ruins your race in the first corner of a 25-lap race, it's never fun. And, um, yeah, he just did, was a bit stupid going into Turn 1, like not just once last year, but multiple times. So, um, yeah, I guess we could put it down to inexperience. And uh, hopefully with another year of riding in, oh. in that championship, he might have learned a few things. Wow, I, right, love right. The, I love the bowling ball reference. Yeah, That's but really remind good. me not to be try trained by Avalon. <laughs> yeah. Don't get it right and you're Don't gone. Don't get it wrong. Don't trip her up, you're, mate. You're, you're out the door. door. You are done. Thanks yeah. very much for, for coming. All right, well, let's let's talk about something else I know you're excited about, uh, and that is MotoGP, last round in Argentina. They got all this stuff there. It was caught up by freight. Uh, but Alessia Spargo, the Aprilia, hey? How good's that? Amazing, right? So Man, good. I'm yeah, just just incredible. I think, um, you know, you can say what you like about Alash, and uh, coming into the season, he is, I think, the only rider to have not won a race in any class in MotoGP. Um, so he's sort of always been questioned why he's there. Um, wow. And, you know, what validates so to just go out and prove everyone. Uh, he developed that bike over multiple years, and yeah. to. Just go out and win a race. You you can't say anything, really. You just have to admire uh, his hard work. So very, very impressive. Um, MotoGP, man, nine different podium place skidders in the first three races of the season. So nobody has been on the podium twice yet. It's just, it's phenomenal, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's yeah. insane. I mean, um, the the current world champion finished eighth. He was he was nowhere. I mean, uh, Bagnaia worked very hard to get back to fifth, but qualified terrible. I mean, it's all over the place at the moment in in MotoGP, it's, it's, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah, it's just like, nuts. And Miguel Oliveira was another one. He won the he first won. race of the season, and then well, second he race he won like last the last, last one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yes. It's just, um, yeah, so unpredictable. And now we've got Marquez back in the foray this weekend again. Mm. Um, so he's got medical clearance and uh, coming back to race in Texas. So 
Which Oof. is which yeah. is for him. I mean, he is. He he's is, only lost once. He's the dominator at, um, yep. at Texas, right? At, at the at Code at Circuit of, Circuit of Americas. I mean, basically, he just owns that place. So that's going to be. I mean, <laughs> we're going to know if he's on it or not, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, are we finally going to see him sort of back off and just settle for? I don't know, a fifth or a sixth place. Well, um, I mean, I uh, history doesn't say that, right? History doesn't well, say well, that. No, well, yeah, absolutely you, not. Well, if you were Mark Marquez, <laughs> you wouldn't be worried. You wouldn't be thinking yeah, fifth or sixth. You'd be going, well, you, I'm, I'm all out here. Yeah, but 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 if he doesn't, if he falls off that bike again and does something, that could that could be the end of his career. I mean, yeah, that is true. I mean, no, I that's mean, true. he is he has turfed himself at the deck, like. I mean, just a Too ridiculous many amount of times. He did it three times at, uh, at what's the name, in Indonesia, to finally end up bloody seeing triple and double and, you know, missed the last race. I mean, he can't continue to to throw himself at the deck, can he, Avalon? I mean, it's just, it's too much. No, no. Like like you say, once you start having a reoccurring injury, it's um, pretty scary. And when it involves knocking your head, you know, yeah. um, like you say, seeing double is a... Not something you want to be doing in motorsport. So, um, yeah, pretty scary. And um, he definitely needs to look after himself. So very interesting how oh. that one's going to unfold. I'm, uh, I'm just going to sit and watch. Okay, Abby, uh, question time for you. Who wins the championship this year? Oh, my goodness. No, early. no, yeah, we've got to. It starts this weekend. you got to, got to get the, the You mean Superbikes? Well, Superbikes, yeah, yeah, World Superbikes. Sorry. Superbikes. World Superbikes. Oh. My bad, my oh. bad. All right. Go on, go on, say it, say it, say it. I'm going to put my money on Jonathan Ray. Wow. Oh, not the boyfriend. Oh, my goodness. Not the boyfriend. (laughs) Unbelievable. When we go go to Phillip Island and we say, mate, Ev didn't, I mean, she loves you, but she didn't didn't give you the thumbs up number one. Uh, Well, maybe you just take him some Turkish delight, they'd be happy. Wow. Okay, hey. okay. <laughs> All right, Abby. Hey, lovely chatting. It's so lovely chatting to you. Uh, and I'm assuming you're going to do some stuff for us on uh, Superbikes throughout uh, Sky Speed, aren't you? You did a wonderful little preview last week. Uh, are you doing a little wrap for us this week? Yeah, of course. Yep, yep. Tune in next week to uh, good. That means find we don't have to do it. And... That's good. You, you yeah. save us a lot of hard time. That's great. All right, Ev. Hey, take care, man. Say hi to <laughs> Jake. Talking. All right. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. See you, Avalon Biddle, our bike expert who knows it. Isn't it funny the way she she gets start, starts yeah. to go all gooey? Yeah, she go. She went all gooey, didn't she? Yeah. About um, top rat, top rat. But she's rat. Well, I've forgotten but, the second name. Rat. Top rat ratsaglioglu. Exactly. But you got yeah. to say Ogle. on speed at least, and on race control last year, she was she was she validated every reason why she loved him. It was about the way he raced and the way he pushed Jonathan Ray last year, right? Well, I, she's just uh, very passionate about the sport and she knows it inside out better than we do. So it's great having her involved. All righty, seven forty six. This is Repco Race Control. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. That's oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. If you want to win the chili bin from Repco, it's a it's really cool metal one. Uh, what team leads the Formula One World Championship? The colour of their cars is similar to the colour of Repco's logo. It's red. 10 to 8 and time to go the lines. It's time to go the lines, he says. 0800 150811. What is the team that heads the Formula One World Championship? Mark, g'day, mate. How are you? G'day, lads. How are you tonight? Yeah, Bloody good. good. Now, Mark, where are you calling from? Uh, the Bay of Plenty, Tauranga. Oh, fantastic, Tauranga. mate. Nice to have you on the show, buddy. Really Thanks cool. Thanks for calling. Uh, can you tell us what team leads the Formula One World Championship? Ferrari, and I think they're on 78 points. Oh, well, oh, He's well a pro. You, are, you are straight into the draw to win the chili bin, mate. It's as simple as that. Are you enjoying F1 this year? Beauty. 
Loving it, mate. It's um, uh, I'm sort of relatively new after uh, Drive to Survive and uh, and stuff like that, but really loving it. Even the wife loves it, so it's good. That's good. Hey, that's awesome. I just read. I actually just read a piece uh, to Stephen, an article on Autosport. Actually, how this season um, has dropped in popularity because of the bit of fabrication on a bit of stuff. Have you found that it's uh, diminished a little bit in, in in enjoyment because of some of the fabricated stuff, or where you at? Oh, look, I just. You take it for what it is, and you can sort of see what's book. Well, I was about to swear. Sorry, you can sort of see what's true and what's not. So, um, look, I still really enjoyed it, but um, yeah, I can sort of see why some people may have switched off. Yep. All right, buddy. Well, congratulations. Stay on the line. Jake's going to get your number, and we're going to go to Mark in Sydney now. Sid- another Mark this time. Is this Sydney. the same one? We've had him no, before. No, I don't know. Hey, Mark, how are you? G'day, boys. How are you? Yeah, good. Is this repeat call? <laughs> Well, I was on last week as well. There so you go. Oh, well, that's okay. So what was the name of your where your, your suburb? Was it three something or three? I'm in Quakers Hill. Oh, Quakers. Quakers Hill. Quakers. That's right, Quakers Hill. Quakers Hill. It's so nice to, but it's so nice to know that you're listening on the SEN app as well, that uh, you can listen to us uh, across the ditch. So what is the team that leads the Formula One World Championship? Well, it's Ferrari. Well yep. done. How are you going to be uh, in front of the box this weekend watching the Australian Grand Prix? I'll be listening to it on SEN. A oh. uh, more quality approach to take, I think. A more what approach? A far more quality approach to take, I think. Wow. That's that. <laughs> wow, throwing some shade at the TV people. Wow. <laughs> well, well, we... Put, 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 I'm, half, I'm half Kiwi, so it's great to be able to listen to Kiwi Sport Live. My mum was from Murchison, lived there for 15 years, so I uh, lived there for a fair amount of time myself. And it is so good to hear positive Kiwi sport uh, on online. And you guys really make motorsport fun, so thank you for all you do with that. Oh, mate. I've got, I've got a tear. Yeah, mate, I'm, getting, I'm, 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 I'm getting the tissue up from my bag. Mark, congratulations. You're in the draw, buddy. Stay on the line, Jake. We'll get well, your comments details. like that, he might just have to be the winner. I don't know. <laughs> could, yeah, yeah, of course, we can ship it across. Not sure about the supply chain at the moment, Mark, but you never yeah, know. Yeah. Stay on the line, buddy. Thanks for joining us. This Thanks, is Repco man. Race Control. Let's talk about... Uh, <laughs> let's talk about... We can't talk about that. Uh Supercars, Repco Supercars, because they had the first two qualifying sessions today yep. for races six and seven. And shock horror probe, curb strike by Shane Van Gisbergen doesn't set a time, dead last for race six. David Reynolds gets pole in a very short session. Yeah, uh, listen, it's, she's uh, all mixed up at the top end there. Yeah, uh, the 97 uh, was uh, got a curve strike on his first lap. Very short qualifying sessions, and it's a long lap around there, a 1 minute 45-odd sort of deal. And uh, as Shane was coming out of the pit with another set of tyres to come around and do one more lap, um, Jake Kostecki <laughs> stuck her in the fence, put the tradie Mustang in the fence and red flagged the session. So that was that. But, yeah, fantastic stuff. I'm surprised by this. This has actually caught me out that Grove Racing have managed to turn things uh, as quickly as what they have. Now, that's two re- weekends or in two a, race meetings in a row. In a row. Yeah. So Dave got a, a podium at Simmons Plains the other week, and uh, he backs it up with a pole position at um, this racetrack. And this is a difficult, tricky racetrack. So well done to him. Great to see his smiling face back up the front there. Oh, yeah. Uh, what we character. Like to see it. Oh, character. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been dull without him. So really, really good. Uh, Anton De Pasquale, Chaz Mosdick, Will Davison, and Lee Holdsworth in the second Grove Racing Mustang in the top five. So uh, well done to those guys. So let's go to race seven, and Reynolds was back there, this time in P2. Yep. Will Davison 
Grabs another pole. Grabs first, another pole and an SVG seed. The first two-time pole winner. He is the, he is the, the first two-time pole winner of the year. Yeah. What do you make of this new track? We've got about a minute and a bit to talk about it before we go to our break. It's been completely resealed. A lot of them were struggling with their brakes and tyres. Is that because of the compounds? Because they're going to run hard uh, and soft? Listen, the, the track hasn't been uh, driven on. I mean, it's a, it's not a permanent racetrack, obviously, albeit it's not a street circuit either. But there's been a huge reshape of a lot of the corners as well. So there's a bit of that to get used to. Uh, the section that was came out of turns 7, 8, 9, 10 has changed dramatically. It's now this massively oh, fast oh, yeah. uh, sort of set of sweeping curves um, before they get into whatever turn it is. I don't know, maybe it's 12 or something uh, that goes uh, over the back there. So massive changes. Yeah, the new surface is still bedding in. Not a lot of grip on at the moment, but that, hey, makes it exciting for us. Yeah, and you can watch all that supercar action. We're uh, on Sky. That's right. Home of supercars and home of sport as well. Stick around. Coming your way after 8 o'clock on Repco Race Control. Your chance to be a winner. You can ring up like the two marks. And on the draw, we'll talk to Hayden Padden and Jack Hawkswood about Otago Rally. It's the, it's the big focus tonight here on Repco Race Control. Just gone 8 o'clock on a Thursday evening, Repco Race Control, and the boss is in the house. Yes, Murph is here with me, but I know that's you love the boss, eh? You, 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 Absolutely. You, you are a sort of boss sort of guy, right? Well, I'm a Bruce Springsteen kind of guy. Yeah. You're a Bruce Springsteen kind of guy. Yeah, hey, uh, you definitely. know, Sanjay, our regular, our regular producer, is not well at the moment, so we have to give him a bit of a shout-out. Yeah. got tonsillitis. He had, to, he had to isolate the other day, and he gets tonsillitis. So if you are, you better be listening, Sanjay. We're thinking of you. But actually, we've, we've actually, you know, uh Jake, who is filling in uh, for Sanjay, has motorsport connections. Mm. He's the great nephew of the one and only Lyle Williamson oh my God. of International Motorsport Well, Lyle fame. is old, and Jake's very young, so I suppose he does need to be great. Well, Jake, when you look at Jake, he's got the porn moustache for a start. Yeah. He's got the porn moustache on him. Yeah. And I said, it's are you 13 mammoth. or 14? He goes, oi, I'm 20. And I went, it seems such a long time ago, but he's absolutely nailing it tonight. So it's good to have Jake on board. Well, you were yelling at him before. Off I here, wasn't so. yelling at him. I was. Do you know how to put the mic? Do you know how to put the microphone on? Yes, I do know how to put my microphone on. I go, was I yelling at you? <laughs> well, it's difficult to see through the glass screen when you don't have your finger on your own microphone, mm-hmm. but I could tell from the body language of Murph and yourself that yes, you were yelling at me. See. Mate, do you want I to come back it. and work with us? There you go. Okay. Well, it's a threat. Well, come Turn on, the man. damn microphone off. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's talk. Let's talk about Formula One. It's the Grand Prix weekend at Eldon Park, and there's a, the, the real question I'm starting to think about is when will Mercedes, with all their their IP mass, figure out the porpoising issue of their car and and become a contender? I know it's only round three, right? But everybody's going, hmm, when is it going to happen? But is, when does it happen? Do you think? Uh, before too long, it's going to happen quite quickly. I just, I'm a bit over the fact that, oh, poor, oh, poor Lewis. Oh, oh yeah, I'm over that, oh, that stuff. Uh, so I'm just like, hey, isn't it time someone else took up the mantle and ran with it? I mean, we've we've seen enough of him winning races. I mean, it's isn't it great seeing him under the, you know, under the, the pressure? 
to perform. I think it's fantastic. Well, I mean, if you it's come, great you, for you the come sport. back from a start like this and start challenging again, but it's great that for the sport. Makes a we're, champion, we're, right? we're all, I've been complaining for ages about him, you know, dominating winning. I mean, there's a lot of people sick to death of seeing Mercedes dominate and win. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. Maybe not the Mercedes Lewis fans, but there's a lot of people that are over it. And this, so that, But this is great for the sport. He will come back. They will come back. They will They will get on top of things. It's not like they are terrible. I mean, George Russell actually did a bloody he's good fifth, job. fifth in the standings. At the last, at the last round. He finished fourth, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're not that far away. So I think we just got to, you know, stop, I don't know. Are you like are you like me? Are you, are you like me? Desperate, desperate for the for Ferrari to be there. I'm desperate for change. I'm desperate. For, I mean, these changes so far, uh, the teams are saying they are working and, and they're being, they're able to race the cars differently. They reckon the the whole ground effect thing has definitely made a difference in in the way cars can follow other cars, which was big part of the plan. There's clearly lots of things to work out. They are big, heavy cars. They're not as fast as last year's. That's okay. If the competition and the racing is better, and we've got different people winning, which we already have. Well, you know, Max won the last one. I mean, it was a great battle with Charles Leclerc, though, uh, to, oh, yeah. to achieve that. And, and and some of these other teams like the Haas, the Haas, and also um, obviously the, the the Alfa Romeo as well, in the hands of uh, Valtteri Bottas. It, <laughs> you love saying that, eh? It's it's, it's, it's great to see them getting some attention that they deserve, and and not for the wrong reasons. Albeit Mick Schumacher did crash the car at uh, Jeddah, which um, has caused them to not have a spare this weekend. So they've got only got their two cars, but, and but, no but, spare. But, but how how cool is it that the power unit and the gearbox is fine after how severe that? How cool is it? Well, no, I'm no, but I'm saying about safety issues, right? Safety issues in the sense that he walked away from that. It was a side impact, right? But the you, it was looked like the sort of crash you'd you'd, you'd just write everything off. But this, these, well, and this, also the when they did go and pick that car up, the gearbox and everything fell off the the back of it. So if it's if it's actually survived, <laughs> I mean, I find that hard to believe. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, they are limited to gearboxes and bits and pieces mm. and in F one. But you know, I, I I just I'm I'm enjoying that. You know, something's changed and it's like a shock. Oh my goodness, it's changed. You know, um, the the guy that's won all the world championships other than last year for endless amounts of years prior, is not at the front. And that is fantastic. How cool is it going to be seeing them on that new section of track? Yeah, that's going to be... Because they were saying today the supercars were doing 270. What will the F1 cars... 330... But probably, I'd imagine. Oh, it's like just that. bonkers, right? Yeah, it is bonkers, and it, but it is. Uh, it's going to be quite spectacular seeing those cars going that fast through that section, and they're easy flat. They'll just be easy flat from the exit of what turn is it? Turn six or seven, all the way through to um, that sh- that uh, fast chicane over the back. So that that is going to be something worth watching. Cannot. Uh, who wins? Uh, who wins, Max? Yeah, I tell you, I tell you, there's one team that with the money that's being poured into them would be going. Why aren't we competitive? Aston Martin. Yeah. Aston Martin. Where are Aston Martin? Vettel's back, which is great. Disappointing. But Lance Stroll, yeah. Well, I was saying that. McLaren's disappointing. I mean, um, I I feel for those guys. I mean, Zach Brown must be uh, not a happy camper at the moment. Um, You know, they need to get their act together. And and, and to be honest, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would much prefer to see uh, McLaren get their act together than than Mercedes-Benz. Oh, completely. I think because we have have an emotional connection to... We want the orange up there. We want want the the orange up there. Speaking of which, let's not forget Liam Lawson... Oh, don't forget about that. Uh, yeah. Liam Lawson named Announced as the today. reserve driver for Alpha Tauri. Now, if that's not pointing in the right direction, I'm hearing whispers. I'm Ooh, he- whispers. I'm hearing whispers that okay. Alpha Tauri okay. have are uh, having. Mm, they're ruminating over Yuki. Well, I, I don't. I don't see why that'd be a whisper. I think it's pretty obvious. You just got to watch the television. And why wouldn't they be? 
Yeah. So um, great that uh, young Liam has turned up in Melbourne to be the reserve driver. He, if if he's not required. Jeez, it'd be amazing if he was required. You were, you, we were having this discussion out in the office. You were going, I, I mean, do you reckon, can you imagine? Do you reckon he's actually spraying COVID underneath the door of one of, of Gasly and, and Yuki? No, like, because he spoke when we when we spoke to him last week, after I'd done the com, had the conversation with him, he said to me, I, my coach has just tested positive for COVID. I am crossing my fingers when I do another rat that I'm okay because it looks like... Well, you must be okay. It looks like I'm going to Melbourne. He said, you can't say anything, blah, blah. Was can't that, say anything. Yeah, I know. It was, man, it, it, that's Another that, world's worst kept secret. Anyway. Yeah, com- completely. But it's so exciting for him. And it's, it's brilliant. But you do get that feeling, don't you, that the are we, are we seeing a fast track or just a tease? No, but he's tested the car. Mm. I mean, he's he's official on the sim. He's only tested yeah, yeah, on that one on the sim. He hasn't actually tested. No, no, but he tested for Alpha Terry yeah, 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 at, at yeah. end of last year. I mean, I, I I'm I'm not gonna. I just don't want to take all this rubbish. I mean, at the end of the day, he's he's in in line. These things are going to play out. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But he's he's not. They don't put him in the F1 car. They don't go to the Abu Dhabi test. They don't you know make him official test driver. All this kind of stuff. If he's not in line for an F1 driver, it's just plain and simple. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. And that I am not. It is eight oh eight. This obvious. is obvious. <laughs> what? It's obvious I'm not a rocket science. Both. Yeah, right. Thanks. Eight oh. I, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder whether it's a good or a bad thing having you in the studio. It's eight oh eight. This is Repco Race Control. You, the two marks, one from Murchison and one from Sydney, are in the draw to win the Repco Metal no, no, Chili. No, no, no. You got that wrong. The one oh, in sorry. Sydney. One in Sydney. Bay lived of in Plenty. Murchison. Bay of Plenty. Mark one was from yeah. Bay of Plenty. Sorry, him and his wife love drive to survive. Now. That's right. I apologise, Mark and your wife in the Bay of Plenty. It was Mark and Sydney. He's from Murchison. Anyway. They're in the draw to win the Repco Chili Bin, the Tinny, the Esky, the Tinny Esky. Anyway, you can do that as well if you answer this question and call us on 0800 150811. You've got to call us because the text line's all stuffed up at the moment. 0800 150811. Uh, what team is leading the championship? What team is leading the championship in Formula One? In Formula One. Anyway, let us now turn our focus towards Otago Rally. Uh, we're going to have a chat to Hayden Powder, courtesy of Mitre 10 Trade, proudly locally owned and operated. And we, we spoke to uh, Hayden yesterday because today was another busy day for them all. And uh, first question is, well, you've won five in a row. Can you do six, Hayden? <laughs> well, that's certainly the, the plan anyway. We'll give it a best shot. But uh, you know what it's like in motorsport. You can, it, your previous five mean nothing, actually. It's just a matter of starting from scratch and getting on with it. Oh, that sounded like uh, that sounded like excuse number one thousand two hundred twenty-two in the uh, motorsport handbook of excuses. <laughs> oh no, no excuses needed here. So uh, <laughs> no, I think I think we're pretty ready though. So um, no, we're ready to up the ante. It's, uh, we don't want to relax, even though we've had a pretty good run of results down here in the past. We want to. We've got a few stage records and things that we want to better, and you know, show that we're even though I might be getting older, that I'm not getting any slower. You're not getting any slower. That's not going to happen for a long time. I mean, it's important to set goals too, eh, mate? And, um, you know, when you when you are the benchmark and you are the guy that everyone is aiming to want to try and beat and, you have you know, you've got the experience, you've got you've got all the tools, you've got the team, you've got the crew, you've got the car, you know, um, you've got to still set goals to, to try and push yourself. Oh, definitely. Like, I know we've got a big target painted on their back and, and I'm expecting the competition's going to be a lot closer this year. But, you know, that's one of those uncontrollables. You know, one of the controllable things is what we do inside the car. And like, even for this rally, one of the things I've got is every stage I've got a target time that I'm trying to beat um, based off what we've done in the past or records or whatnot. And 
it's not just about beating records by one second. It's about trying to smash records. So, uh, mm. yeah, it gives me my, my little personal target to keep striving forward on, on each and every stage. Well, Hayden, there are 17 stages. How much faster can you go? Uh, well, we've made a few improvements in the car this year, which in testing felt really good. Um, there was like what? Time in it. Uh, like wow. what? Come on, tell us. Anywhere up, uh, anywhere up to half a second a K, which in our game is quite substantial. Um, yeah, I, I think in the last probably three or four years, we've not, not been relaxing, but you know we had enough up our sleeve to just sort of sit back and enjoy it, whereas the competition's been up in the game in the last sort of two years, which is great. We've seen a lot of manufacturers coming this year, and, and that's sort of pushing us to go, OK, we need to find more as well, and, and not just the car, even myself. And just um, that's why we love motorsport. You're looking for that, that perfection, which is so hard to come by. Now, just um, talking about that and the new cars and new people, it's great to see likes of Ben Hunt now in a, you know, a factory-supplied Skoda and stuff, but that's still different to what you've got. Just just give everyone a, a bit of a rundown who's listening. Uh, you know, your, your I-20, your AP4 I-20, is, is, is built around rules in New Zealand to, to try and you know, build a class and create a new class for motorsport. It's been around a little while now, and you're continuously developing that car. But just explain the differences between Say what Ben Hunt has now got, with it, which is an R5 Skoda, and what your AP4 car is. Yeah, so very similar in performance, um, but yeah, two very different cars. One's effectively a home-built New Zealand car, um, very well developed that well now though. We've done it for five years with this car, um, and there's various other forms or shapes and manufacturers of AP4s in New Zealand. Um, R5 are factory-built cars, so Skoda, Hyundai, uh, Ford, um, they've, all, they've all got their proper built factory cars, the same factories where the World Rally cars come from, and, and they're built to a budget. They're not a WRC car, but they are got all the same engineers designing the cars, all the same testing and development uh, structures. So they're very well sought after car, and probably the easiest way to describe it is that the AP4 cars are just as fast, if not faster in different conditions, or maybe slightly slower in different conditions, but to make an AP4 car work, you've got to really drive it hard. You've got to drive it 80, 90, 100%. Uh, R5 car is more of a customer-based car, so you can get away driving at 50% and you're still going to get results in terms of how the car works. So a, a lot more driver-friendly uh, are the factory-built cars. Yeah, but you, but you know Ben Hunt's not going to just go out there and uh, cruise around. You know, he's going to be, he's coming for you. So that must give you an edge, an edge to push harder and try and achieve what you are trying to do, which is break stage records. Well, I think everyone's coming for us. <laughs> That's the problem when you're... Um, you know, when you got the number one on the side of the car, but you know, I, I, I relish it challenge. Um, but at the same time, as I say, I can't control what they're doing. I think it's great to see the commitment that they're all making, and, and they are making big steps forward. So I think that's awesome for the sport and for the future and everything. But at the end of the day, we can only focus on what we can do, and that's just making sure that we do a better job. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what you'll do, um, mate. Just, just uh, vibe for the fact that. We're back into the start of the rally season. Huge entry list again for Otago, which is exciting. I mean, so many really, really good cars and crews. Um, it, it must be already uh, pretty exciting just to, to be looking forward to getting the season cracking. And, you know, outside the whole COVID deal again, albeit last year Otago was in a, in a pretty unrestricted kind of way. But but where we have been in the last little while, um, you know, the, the just the vibe of the championship this year, again, it's looking fantastic, isn't it? Oh, huge. And um, it's actually just the other day. I think it's been eight months since we did our last rally in Hawke's wow. Bay last year. So it's, it's been a while between drinks for everyone. Um, yeah. But I think rallying New Zealand WRC this year, that's that's playing a massive part in the motivation and enthusiasm for the sport this year. And you can see it in the entry list here. There's just so many cars, so many drivers, new cars coming in. And even throughout the season, we're expecting to see more new cars. So I think it's the, the strongest we've ever seen the championship. And I know we say that nearly every year, but it is continuing to grow. And 
it's great for the sport and we've just got to keep that momentum going. Moving forward, uh, Estonia is your first rally with the New, New Zealand-based team. How important is this one to start for you and John to start getting back into sync, even though you are like an old married couple? Yeah, well, it's a matter of getting back in the groove and um, just, you know, I've been doing a bit of driving over the last six months, but nothing really with pace notes. Um, and I was just saw John half an hour ago, actually, and he, he was almost just joking, like he's forgotten whatever that looks like in the car. So, <laughs> yeah, we do, we do just have to get back in sync again. And we've obviously got a target of Hongrei tomorrow. And then uh, by that stage, and, and not just John and I, also all our boys, all the all the engineers and technicians, and then uh, by the time we get overseas, we're uh, warmed up and ready to go. What um, what have you done to your i twenty AP four car? What, I mean, what what is the what's some of the new stuff, or what have you been looking at focusing focusing on which areas uh, to find that that extra speed that you've uh, you've targeted? Uh, yeah, we've always known the last couple of years our, our engine package has been a bit weak on the power side. Um, so yeah, I think I think my I think my old Barina was was vastly superior in that area, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I won't go there. <laughs> had the wrong had the wrong badge on the front to, to admit to that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, so we've got, we've got some good stuff out of the motor. Um, old Mikey, uh, yeah. our engine builder and main technician, he's, he's worked some magic there, and then uh, we've been working on the suspension rod as well, um, which is a new area for us. So yeah, I think we made some good gains, but. As you know, in motorsport, you know what sometimes feels really good in testing and works well in testing can be sometimes a different story when you get to the stage. Hey, just one final thought, mate. You've got Hamish Bond. He's an Olympic gold medalist and a Commonwealth Games bronze medalist as a cyclist. And then you've got a guy that knows how to go sideways in Dan Woolhouse, Fanger Dan, who does it in a, he does it in a Mustang. He's doing a little old escort. How cool is it to have these guys coming down and, and, and showing people that you can actually get out and rally? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome to see that diversity and... Um, you know, for Hamish, it's going to be completely different to anything he's ever done before. And um, he, he's literally jumping in the deep end and then, yeah, ping-a-dang. Again, he's used to going sideways, but driving a classic rally car around on a narrow forestry stage with trees on either side of the hill will be a completely different <laughs> sensation for him as well. So um, the biggest challenge for these guys, though, is just getting to the finish. If they can, one, enjoy it, and two, get to the finish, then I think it's mission accomplished for both of them. So it's cool to see them there and brings more people in and more interest. And, um, yeah. I'm sure they have a smile from you there. Yeah, uh, I think they will. And last year, uh, Aaron Slight and Avalon Biddle. Avalon, I mean, it was uh, it was just phenomenal. I, I was terrified for her, uh, but she she just did an incredible job. A two wheeled, you know, weapon uh, going into four wheels, first time on gravel in a rally car, um, and she got through the entire rally. And and the smile on her face and the comments from her was electric. And I mean, that's 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 what the sport motorsport is about. But rallying in itself, I mean, the technical side of it and the the challenges of it mate i mean when you do actually get through a stage i mean it's, it's the most incredible feeling uh of achievement isn't it on a, in a rally car oh that's why we all do it. we love it you just go into your own world put the helmet on and you know you've got the nerves for the first stage of the, of the rally and then by the time you get through the first corner you're like oh that's right i remember all this now and it just yeah you just can't stop smiling after that yeah. how's, how's this for a fun fact uh hayden uh, hamish bond's never driven a manual <laughs> oh my god <laughs> As long as you can get oh some first trick. <laughs> All right, mate. Hey, always, it is always a pleasure. Go have a well, great weekend. Yeah, have have an absolute ripper, mate. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, Hayden Patton here on Repco Race Control, brought to you by Marta 10. And tra- our trade teams are uh, there to help you to get what you need when you need it. Job done, as they say. He will get the job done. Uh, you know, he, he goes in as a red-hot favourite. He's almost unbackable, isn't he, Murph? Well, yeah, if you're a betting person, you wouldn't be putting money on him. <laughs> no, your, your, your return wouldn't be great. Look at the time already. It's 8.18. Back shortly, we'll talk Long Beach because you know who's in that one. Ooh. 
I thought that was part of the music. It was oh, just making I was, that noise. Oh, so good, huh? Wow. What instrument is that? It's my <laughs> machine. <laughs> oh my god. How cool is this though? Listen to it, eh? come together. Oh, it's cool, eh? Eight twenty three. This is Repco Race Control. You wouldn't, give, you wouldn't know it. You <laughs> just started listening. <laughs> give you a chance to be a winner too with the Repco Tinny Chili Bin. Uh, tell us which manufacturer uh, is leading the Formula One World Championship and give us a call uh, right now. Give there's you a chance. Two, and there's only two people in it to win it at the moment. Yeah, the Marks. One from the Bay Plenty mm. and one from Sydney. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. That's oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Get on the blower now. Uh, tell you what, if you call in the next 30 seconds we'll put you on air before we do our next break and we'll have a chat to you 0800-150811 Long Beach was my tease it was a tease because I forgot to say it was IndyCar this coming Monday live on Monday morning on Sky Sport Championship leader our very own Scott McLaughlin who got his first win in St Pete, this is a but this is a real. What course are we talking here? Proper, this, this, this is a proper stri- road yeah, but course. So is, no, no, no. Street, this, street. this is a street course. Long Beach, I know. California. Yeah, well, road street different. What's the difference between road course and street road course? Road courses are permanent. Road hmm. courses are permanent racetrack. He's driving on the road. No. Yeah. Okay. L- l- look, let's talk about this. Uh, Alex uh, Colton Herter led forty. Colton Herter. Colton, <laughs> Colton Herter led forty-three of the eighty-five laps last year. Won it comfortably. He will want to, you know, start getting some zhuzh into his season. But as we said on Sky Speed Murph, uh, there is something about what Scott McLaughlin is doing mm-hmm. right now that says he will be at the pointy end again. I, I can't not see that being the case, absolutely. He will be so fired up about being at Long Beach and and doing a good job. He will be he will be electrifying. Mark my words on this. So it's going to suit – it will suit him down to a tease. Um, it's just the kind of pressure he likes to be under and, and makes him perform. So I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward to – Witnessing what happens this weekend over there. All the stories you read, and you and you've you've spoken to Scotty already this season. I think after St. Pete, yeah, uh, the whole mindset has changed. He's got his new engineer. They've simplified everything. He's improved his qualifying out of this world because that was the issue last year. And isn't it funny how things roll? I mean, is this thing how how is this how things roll together? You qualify well, you put yourself on pole, you go win a race, and then suddenly it does it become. Shall we say, does, do the floodgates open and you suddenly realise, oh, is that how it goes? Well, you that- just got, you've just got to be able to, to find the little, you know, what is it, the, just the little sticking point that it's, that's, that's not allowing you to put it all together. And, and, and it, not that it was little, but it was just that struggle to understand how the, the Firestone tyres worked in the, in the two different compounds and, and maximising the whole qualifying situation. And they've, they've unlocked that. They've unlocked that, um, you know, because his engineer, I've forgotten his name, it's terrible. Brisman. Yeah, who was Simon Pagano's engineer previously. And, um, you know, he was watching Scott last year as he was engineering Simon Pagano and was like, oh, my goodness, I need to work with this kid. And, um, you know, that's come to life. And the two of them have, have got, you know, now this this relationship. So he's he's incredibly experienced. Brett's, was it, what did you say? Brett'sman. Brett'sman, Brett'sman, yeah. Brett'sman. Ben, is it Ben? Yes, correct. Yeah. Very good. Um, and and they've, got, they're just, they've got one of those relationships that happens by the looks of it, um, you know, that, that Scott had with the likes of Ludo Lacroix. 
you know, when he was in winning all those um, V8 races in Australia and winning championships, you know, finding that person that understands, uh, un, you know, unspoken relationship that you don't need to speak to understand. He just knows what Scott wanted and what he needs and they've managed to, you know, get, get the job started so, so, so quickly. Who would have thought it? Well, I would have thought it, but not a lot of other people would have. And I think he's put people like Colton Herder, he's put him on notice. He's put him under pressure. And, and no one else is really getting the job done. I mean, Scott only lost that last race because he was running at the front and his, and his teammate with a little bit more experience how to finish an oval like that on the last lap managed to just pip him. I mean, he knows that it really wasn't his race to win. It was Scott's to win. And unfortunately, he missed out by that little tiny margin. And, that'll be, and he will be oh, yeah. hating that. Yeah, even though there were smiles and everything afterwards and we're teammates and how wonderful it is and blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, 600, mean, yeah. Eating, eating, eating him. So, you know, um, and how do you fix that? Well, I'll come out this weekend and get the job done. And listen, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. I, I'm making it sound like it's just a it's it's a done deal. It's not. It's far from that. But I just I know that he will be prepared. Just massively prepared. And Penske are on the game. Clearly they're on the game. Chevy is on the game. Chevy is they on have the game. Upped, they've upped the ante big time from last year where there was, you know, there was, you know, definitely uh talk that the Honda was the better better engine. Um, whereas Chevy has, uh, and, the, and and all the teams that are running Chevys have talked about how they've um, done the job this year. So, oh, done the job over the winter in America to to give their teams a better shot in uh, 2022, which seems to be helping as well. You've talked a lot about Ferrari and their power unit and how that's given them a big boost. And, that, and without question, they have done a good job in F1. Uh, Ferrari have to to turn things around and 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 bridge the gap that that was to the Mercedes and the Red Bull and the Red Bull last year and they've turned that around and it's definitely helping but you can't just have an engine you've got to you know you've got to make the tires work the chassis work and all that kind of and stuff and more so an IndyCar too right because strategy well, is the, so well, the chassis are the same so important you yeah, know yeah. And that's what I love about it because you can be leading one minute and suddenly you're back down the field and you're waiting to see how everybody else plays the game it must be an, an incredible it must be well, really good, good it must be really cool to watch them work it out sit and just watch them work it out well there's a lot of information there's a lot of information now it's not just a matter of you know what I like about um IndyCar, though, is, you know, they don't have hundreds of people sitting in a room across the other side of the world in front of all these computers. Yeah, hundreds. Doing, doing all the data and doing all the strategy and doing all the stuff. Maybe Penske does have a few some, somewhere else. I don't know. But it, 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 it's, it's done from the pit wall. You know, they're sitting there on the pit wall, you know, in front of, you know, where the cars come in and do the tyre changes and put the fuel in, right there, nutting it all out as they go. And, and I, I love that about IndyCar, too. It's, it's all – it's just a little bit more um, basic and not in a bad way, in a really, really good way. Um, so that's what excites me about that, that formula. Um, and, and, you know, one make chassis, one make tyre, all that kind of – which is the same in Formula 1, but not, not the chassis side of thing. You know, they've got a choice of those two engines that they can run. It's just it's just more about, in my, in my opinion, more about the driver getting the job done. More about, yeah, close racing, which we love at 8.30 on the dot here on Repco Race Control. 0800 150811. This is the last time we're going to ask the call, actually. Yeah, come on, call. 0800 150811. Give us a call. Tell us who is leading the Formula 1 World Championship and go on the draw to win that chilli bin, the tinny chilli bin. Esky, the Esky, otherwise it's Mark or Mark, one of those two guys, are, uh, are going to win it. 0800 150811. We talk Otago Rally next with young Jack Hawkswood here on Race Control. Don't mind a bit of dice straights either, got to say. Telegraph Road, Come on, Mark. one of my favourites. 
Not a mark. <laughs> 8.35, this is Repco Race Control here on SENZ, nationwide. And if you're in Australia listening on the SEN app or on the SENZ app, uh, it's an easy way to take us anywhere you want to go. We're going to take you to Jack Hawkswood now, current uh, hill climb champion who's in his new Toyota Gazoo Racing AP4 Yaris uh, this weekend at Otago Rally. G'day, Jack. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you guys? Yeah, we're good. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, didn't Murph beat you on a hill climb once in Hawke's Bay? Well, no, it didn't actually. <laughs> well, uh, are you yeah, sure did. about that? He, he was very, cl- very close to. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I, I, at least I, I, I you know, put some pressure on you. You went faster than what you would have done if I hadn't been there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's, yeah, let's maybe try really hard. Little wind up, little wind up. Let's talk about Otago Rally. Uh, congratulations, uh, signing on with and getting support from Toyota Gazoo Racing. What does this mean in reality to you? Well, it's uh, like it's obviously not just a massive thing for me or all the team at Force, but um, it's a it's another massive step for Toyota Gazoo New Zealand because well, they haven't had any involvement in rallying in a long time, so it's um. It's a good stepping stone, and I'd like quite quite keen to see where it um where it goes in the future. You know, well they've 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 obviously got on board pretty heavily in Australia, right? With the the Bates Harry Bates, yeah. um, Lewis Bates, and and with Neil Bates Motorsport, and you know, there's been a lot of work and a lot of effort. Uh, they've built a couple of pretty pretty awesome looking little Yaris's over there too um, and you know there's obviously a big involvement there with, with Toyota through that. Now is there going to be any kind of crossover, any kind of link with you guys in the future? I know the car that you've got at the moment was one that Force Motorsport built a few years ago and it hasn't actually been campaigned I don't think at all and you guys have got that car now off Shannon Chambers uh, as an interim What what? how's it all going to work moving forward between you know what you plan here and, and that connection maybe with Australia and those guys? Yeah, we um, it's still early days at the moment, but um, like we've talked a lot with with the Bates and um around the around the GR and stuff like that because it's um, well, it's a it's a whole new thing that we haven't haven't really done before and um dealing with the three cylinder engine and all that sort of stuff. So it's a bit of a learning curve, but I think um, I think in the future, like I'm looking looking to do Coffs Harbour uh, next year, end of next year. So um, I'm sure sure. Sooner, sooner rather than later, there'll be some be a bit of crossover from us. Have you had a shakedown in this car yet? In uh, Shannon, in the in your car, and you're running this weekend. Yeah, yep, yeah, I have. I've uh, I've done a few test days with it, and just had to iron out a couple of things with it. Is it how and so I mean the mo- the chassis as I've said before, or as I said before, mm. was one that force built and and you know that whole AP four thing in New Zealand wouldn't have happened without uh, you or mainly your, your dad I should say it forced there all the work yeah. and effort that he put into into the whole AP four thing. We know Hayden's uh, Hyundai i twenty is an AP four. The Breeners that yep. uh, myself and Josh Marsden had and what Josh is uh, campaigning again this year, again were your uh, your chassis as well. So. Um, but yeah. different in respect, I suppose, of you know uh, the engine and bits and pieces. Uh, how similar, yeah. really, are the cars to what you were running in your you know your Mazda your Mazda two previously? So the only really difference is the um, is the engine, the the drivetrain, the gearbox, um, all that's all the same using very similar MCA shocks. So it's um, it's all very similar to what we we're running, slightly shorter wheelbase. Um, but apart from that, it's it's pretty similar to what um to what I've been running. 
Hmm, okay, so well, the one thing we're missing right now is the Battle of Jack's Ridge. Uh, we got we got so yeah. excited about it, and you you had a crack. Then I talked to you a number of times. You did pretty well too. I mean, when we go there again, because I know we're going to go there again. Um, it'll be it'll be it'll be a special stage of Rally New Zealand, won't it? Yeah, no, it is, and it's going to be um, one of the main spectator stages on the Sunday of um, of the WRC New Zealand. So, um, yeah, no, it's um, it's a bit of a shame that it didn't happen, but um, that would be it's going to be really good to um, to see the WRC cars flying around at the, at the end of the year. Wow. And what's been going on, mate? I mean, uh, obviously it's a little way away, but I'm sure there's been tweaking and, and discussions and you've been around there on, on diggers and dozers and graders and whatever and yep. just looking at what that's going to look like uh, in a few months' time when they roll in in September. You know, you've got some changes yeah. in store. How's it all looking out there and on the property? Yep. No, there'll be a few, there'll be a few changes because um, well, it's just a lot, half of it's in the middle of a landfill or a cleanfill. So... <laughs> There's a couple of bits that'll be a little bit different, but um, uh, sort of the, sort of the planning that we've been doing and stuff like that, we're we're trying to make the make it even more spectator friendly than it was before. So um, yeah, we've had you know Rally New Zealand have been out quite a few times now, and um, yeah, we've just been trying to map it out and get it all sorted out. But it's going to be something pretty special. So so, so from the original Jack's Ridge track, how different is it? It'll be about ninety percent the same. Oh, okay. The, so did you just figure out? You know, you came off the jump. You know, you, you came mm-hmm. off down the hill and over the jump, and there was that left-hander, that hard left-hander, which was getting dug out. I think Murph popped the tire on the barina there. Yeah. Have you sorted that issue out? No, you need to leave it there, don't you? That's, that's the challenging yeah, part. No, no. Yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah. That's, bloody, that's what makes it exciting. That's right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, there's okay. been a, there's a we'll fix, fix all those fix all those bits up. Um, and uh, it'll use um, it'll use a couple of pieces that weren't used in the in the actual Jack's Ridge piece. There's a whole another about another kilometre out the back after you climb up the hill. Oh, okay. Um, it'll, it'll be added into the loop as well. So, yeah. Oh man, it's, it's exciting times. I mean, you must be gagging to have the battle back though. The battle of Jack's Ridge back. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was um, yeah. No, I was so gutted when uh, when they cancelled it. It was. Yeah. No, it was just awesome that first year, but hey, you know, sometimes these things are better off uh, just the one and one and done. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, Ricky, today down at Otago, uh, how's it all looking? You, how super excited? Are you? Obviously, more Ricky tomorrow, but um, uh, we spoke to Emma earlier on to this evening, and she just said the roads are amazing. They look incredible. Oh yeah, they are. The roads down here are awesome. It's um, it's my favourite rally down here by far. They're just yeah, just amazing roads, but the the, only, the real challenging part of this rally is we get all these amazing roads and we get so many k's of these amazing roads, but we've got to go and wrecky them. We had uh, had twelve and a half hours of uh, of wrecky today. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, long time, long time to be sitting in the car trying to trying to keep your concentration. Well, you're gonna to have to do it at speed soon, so you'll be fry, mate. Uh, Jack, the best of luck, yeah. mate. Congratulations on the uh, the Toyota Gazoo Racing uh, deal. It's exciting because uh, we know this rally championship this year is going to be an absolute cracker. So go get them and be safe, bud. Thank you, Jack, Jack Hoodswood, Hawkswood. I'm having mouth trouble today. Yeah, well, yeah. Just today, mouth. Oh, you can go back to the Hawks Bay. 843, okay, 0800 150811, 0800 150811. Last chance to be a winner. 
winner, chicken dinner. Who's leading the Formula One championship? Last chance. And on the other side, if you call on now, we'll talk to you and either we'll give it to you or someone else is going to win it. So stay with us. Simple. Control with Greg Murphy and Stephen McIver. 8.47, this is Repco Race Control. Murph in the house. It's a rare occasion we should we should crown with something. I don't know what crown it. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll crown it by giving away something straight away. Let's okay. do it. Let's, Let's give do something it. away. Let's go to the Bay of Plenty. Mark's on the line. G'day, buddy. G'day, lads. How are you? We are good. You're going to be even better. Does the idea of a Repco Tinny Chili Bin sound good? Sounds bloody fantastic. Bloody oath it does. Well, it's yours, my friend. It is yours because you uh, rang in and said that Ferrari lead the Formula One World Championship. So, But just just a note uh, that you did mention your wife, so you have to share it. So Ooh. it could it could end up also being a picnic bin as well. Look, I'm sure that'll be fine as long as there's plenty of room for beer and enough spot for one bottle of wine. We should be sweet. Well, I've got well, I've got one at home, mate, and it does. It's got enough room for that. They're, they're, so, they're uh, bloody deep, actually. You, you, know, you could fit a blooming truck in there. What do you do over there in the bay, mate? Uh, I run a freight management firm um, called Transport Works. So, yeah, that's what I do with myself. Well, you would, be, you would be busy uh, beyond belief, I'm picking. Logistics is just uh, completely nuts right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is, mate. Look, we really are, and um, it's uh, it's a good space to be in. Just uh, managed to fall into it, so uh, yeah, really, really lucky, and things are going well. Good on you, man. Mate, are you, are you outside with the cicadas there? I can hear cicadas. Is cicadas? that cicadas? I, I thought they were oh, cicadas. I have, walked, I have walked out. I have walked outside. The wife's watching TV, so I said, look, I'll walk outside. And, uh, she, she, the there they go. There they go. Listen, listen. Yeah, it's a beautiful, a little, lovely, lovely night in, in the, yeah, uh, in the bay. bay Plenty. Oh, yeah. So uh, just quickly, what specific part of motorsport uh, formula do you like? Formula One. Uh I quite like the, um, the the main race and just watching the you know the the two go for it like right at the start you know trying to the jostle for position and, uh, on the on the straights and trying to pass and and uh, and seeing who sort of wins it in the end and it's it's so tight this year that anyone can take it away and it's nice to not see um, Merck and uh, and Red Bull up there uh, at the start it's nice to see some of the other teams coming coming through so it's good well said. All right, well, you've, you've got a new fan in Murph because he's, he's, he's in the same plane. Mark from Bay of Plenty, congratulations. You are a winner on Repco Race Control. Beauty, thanks, Lids. Thanks, man. You're more than welcome. There you go. Is that cicadas? Isn't that peaceful? Cicadas. Cicada, cicada, tomato, tomato. Mm. You know, it is what it is. But isn't that like – I miss daylight saving. Mm. I miss daylight saving. Let's talk about what's happening live on Sky this coming Saturday from 11.15 in the morning. It's uh, race the one hour of the Golden Homes New Zealand Endurance Championship Finals. And then we have the three-hour race after a half-hour lunch break after the one hour. And you, of course, are in the – the the magnificent Batmobile, the RSO one Renault with Shane Helms. That's correct. And you told me something encouraging that you thought, at the, uh, having had a fang in it this week, it was quicker than you expected. Yeah, we've um, we're really looking forward to getting the car out there because we. Uh, Shane and I were going to campaign it last year in a number of races in the North Island and potentially some of the South Island ones as well. But we had a, a gearbox problem with it before the first uh, North Island round last year and uh, just parts, trying to get parts out of Europe because it is a, uh, a you know, Renault-built bespoke race car and uh, some of the parts are supplied by other suppliers and it was a real struggle to get. But anyway, long story. And then obviously Auckland went into lockdown. We couldn't get the car or the team out of, uh, out of Auckland to go down the South Island so this is sort of our debut in the championship and previously also the car wasn't allowed because everyone was scared it was too fast so it wasn't allowed to enter the championship so uh, this is it's looking forward to the yeah, weekend. I was fascinated because I asked Shane about the car for Sky Speed and he yeah. said well they only built 32 but he actually thinks they only built 
I thought it was only 26. No, no, he said 32, but he thinks they only built 31, and, and his is number 28. Oh, okay. And But I didn't realise that it's got a Nissan GTR engine in it. Yeah, well, uh, Nissan and Renault are part of the same mm. company um, and have been for a little while now. Um, so, yeah, it's got a, a basically an R35 uh, Nissan, whatever the code is for that, uh, twin-turbo V6 in the back of it. Um, pretty much standard, standard road car engine. So it's even got the, the standard air boxes and bits and pieces on it. But it's a bit, it crackles and bangs a bit um, with... Uh, you know, race exhausts and, and ECUs and bits and pieces. So um, it's just a, it's a, it's more like a single seater race car. So it's not actually, you know, a GT3 race car because it's it was built bespoke. It's not based off a road car. So it's a little bit different in that respect. And a carbon fiber monocoque. So it's actually, it's a trick bit of kit. Really, really cool. It, a lot of fun to drive. But it's cool to it's cool to look at. Yeah. Because it looks exotic. It is exotic. But, but it's French. Yeah. Yeah. Same, it doesn't have an exotic driver behind the That's wheel. That's correct. It's just a, a, an Irishman. Are you Irish? Oh, Murphy, oh, Murphy, for goodness sake. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's just look at the the other the, the, the class that you're in. Uh, there's two Audi R8s that have been upgraded from International Motorsport and a gorgeous McLaren 720S yep. uh, that Daniel uh, yeah, Daniel Gaunt is driving. That's right, uh, and uh, they they must be front runners bar bar none, right? Oh, absolutely. But also, um, uh, there's the Mercedes, the AMG GT um, is is running. Uh, Paul and Ant Pedersen, uh, yep. dad and son, running together. Brand in that new one. car too. Brand new, beautiful, beautiful oh car. Oh my as gosh, well. is it what? Um, so there's a what else is there? There's, there's like twelve or thirteen cars this weekend. Yeah, the, GT three essentially. Num, uh, num, cars. Number of some GDRs, GDRs, and bits and pieces yeah. too. So um, it's, still it's wait, a good feel. Still waiting to see what our good friend Lance from uh, Hamilton. If he Ash, runs the Lamborghini Ash, or not, is yeah. he going to run the Lamborghini? Because With Chris Vanderdrift. Yeah, because the the GT he's had all sorts of bothering bothers with the GT. You know, the last time he was with at the Nissan, the Nissan, the GTR. Then the last time they were at Hampton Downs, he had brake issues. The brakes caught fire. So oh, okay, that's, great. Well, I that's think, not a great thing to have. Yeah, happen. and it'll be interesting to see because I think with the Lambo, you've got to be a little bit more careful over the curbs, don't you? you? I don't know. Well, I'm asking the question, Murph. I haven't driven it. So anyway, it's going to be a good weekend because there's going to be a lot of cars out there. Uh, it's open to the crowd, so you can come out and watch it live, or you can watch it on television as well so it's just gonna be nice to go to a race meeting that's actually got some normality involved in it so no uh, no vaccine passes and all that rubbish so um it's it's going to be cool so that's on this weekend but don't forget as well uh we did briefly uh, talk about supercars earlier mm, yeah. on uh, at, the, at the head of the show after qualifying uh at albert park in melbourne today they've had two qualifying uh sessions one for race six one for race seven remember it was uh penwright racing uh david reynolds on pole for race six and Shell V Power Racing, Will Davison on pole for race seven. But they've got two more qualifying races, uh, two more qualifying sessions tomorrow. The two today, uh, I hope everyone's following me because it's actually confusing. The two qualifying sessions today were on the soft tyre and the two quals tomorrow, tomorrow they over. have to run on the hard tyre. And so four races over the weekend, whatever tyre you start on um, uh, any of those races, you must finish on the alternate one. Okay, so here's, here's, an, here's encouraging news. I know it's early in the season, and then we've got races six, seven, and eight, and nine this weekend. Yeah. But Nick Perkett moving up the field. He's, he is, uh, yeah. we're looking at, he's P6 for race six. Well, they together and he's, both P, and he's P9 for race seven, because that was the one team we were expecting would be the big improvers this year, along with. Along with Erebus, right? Yeah. So Chaz, Chaz did a good job. So Nick's teammate, he was third for for race uh, in qualifying for race six, and then 
Uh, and as you said, Nick was sixth. And then for race seven, they were both together, eight and nine. Um, so it's great to see that he has uh, picked up uh, a little bit of pace there and there. He's a lot, a lot closer to his teammates, so that's, that's important. But Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great weekend. I mean, there's so much. Let's not forget uh, Mitch Evans and Nick Cassidy oh, yeah. are in Formula E live on Sky this weekend. Was that They were in Roma. I think they're two rounds. I think it's four and five this weekend. Nick Cassidy didn't have a great DTM test. It's uh, just a test. Just a test. Yeah, just P- a test. But was it P17 in the AlphaTauri Ferrari? Yeah, there's, like, there's 20, no, tw- is it 28 cars this year? 29 oh, cars. Fantastic, the way. So, so that's going to be huge. And having, it's interesting because uh, they had to plead plead Mr. Red Bull That's right, to yeah. come back to the series yeah, after we, we, the we, we, debacle. Team order. No team orders this year. No team after orders. The debacle I, I last would have year. given them the middle finger and said, nah. Well, he probably did initially. Yeah, they probably gave and him they lots came of Please, Mr. Red Bull, please. Have you had fun? Are you got 20 uh, seconds. Have you had fun being in the studio? Yeah, listen, it is, makes life a lot easier, doesn't it? It does. All right. That's us done for this edition of Repco Race Control. Thanks to Jake for stepping in and doing a great Woo-hoo. job. And hopefully, Sanjay, if you're listening, you're getting better, not croaky, as I spoke to you Thank today. Thank you, mate. We're done. Congratulations, Mark, for winning the Repco Prize. We're back next weekend with Race Control next Week. Thursday. Thursday.